Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your host, Kristen, and I have a special co-host with me today. I have Christy Miller-Nunn. She is the Ohio America Pageant Director, and she's been very busy lately, but is thankfully taking some time to talk with all of us today about her upcoming pageant. So, Christy, thanks for coming on. Hello, Kristen. I'm so excited to be here. This is so much fun. Such a nice, needed break. Um, Yeah, I'm sure, because... (laughs) (laughs) You're not only producing the Mrs. Ohio America pageant, you are also doing Mrs. Ohio American, Miss Miss Ohio for America Strong, Um, and then you are doing a teen division, a preteen division, a junior division, a little Miss division. (laughs) (laughs) That covers it. That's a a lot of, that's a lot of queens. (laughs) It is. And, you know, I didn't think it would happen this year, my first year directing, but I was inspired by some of my fellow directors who also started junior divisions this year. And getting into working with kids was a big reason why I wanted to stay involved in pageantry when I was done competing. So thanks to my incredible village of supporters and helpers, I think we're going to make it happen this year. Yes, I am so excited for you. I'm so excited for us to have a Littles division. And then, so the their actual competition is going to be after the ladies interview on Friday, right? Yes. So if some of them have moms competing, I wanted to make it work schedule-wise so that the moms that are competing would have time to watch their daughters and not be stressed about it interfering with their competition. So we got the interview out of the way, which is the most stressful part for a lot of pageant girls. So Friday night was going to be their night to just relax and unwind. And now they can, they can watch a little kid's pageant or help their daughter compete. I know that's so fun. I would have loved to have like, because so pageant weekend, you know, you do, you do all the fun stuff or whatever. I know you're having your themed party, which have you announced that yet or no? I would almost said it. I have announced it this year's theme. We decided to, I actually took a vote of all of the women competing this year and we decided to do a black and gold theme to launch the new logo that we started this year for the Ohio America pageants brand. And some of the women are getting really creative with it. I'm excited. They've been, you know, just sharing with me the ideas they've come up with. Some of them are being really costumey with it. Um, Some of them are taking more of like a nice cocktail attire approach, but I think the pictures are going to be so much fun. I'm excited. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. And yeah, I wondered if it was because of the new logo. You've actually never told me that specifically, but I wondered if that was your inspiration from it. But they're going to get to do that. And then what a fun little extra event. Like even if you don't have a kid competing to be able to go and like you can just like dress up and go watch a little pageant. How cute it's going to be. I know. I know. And I hope for future years it will just be another you know, fun moment in pageant weekend that just makes it special. And 
I mean, getting to work with kids, I, I really enjoy mentorship. So as you know, we grow Ohio America, I'd really like for some of the misses and miss competitors to have a mentorship kind of approach with the kids. So I have a lot of ideas and I'm excited to see how I can integrate and develop that part. Well, and so speaking of that, I'm part of the Ohio Sisterhood. You're part of the Ohio Sisterhood. Yes. <laughs> it gets very exciting this time of year. Last year, it like stressed me out because I had to do, I was crowning and I just get stressed watching them. It is. It, you, you just have so many butterflies and so much anxiety because no, you know what they're going through, but it's, I was it's also fun doing it though. Weren't you? I agree. Yes. The year that I crowned, I don't know why it is that way, but I think you're just so anxious for the women and still so excited to see, you know, who's going to win. But yeah. And I think you're a little bit, you know, anxious about giving up your crown, you know, the fact that your year is actually over, but I've had just as much fun after giving up my crown as I did the year that I was Mrs. Ohio. Do you think that's been your experience? Yeah, because we still like, it's, it's like a little, I was never in a sorority in college, so I can't say for certain, but it feels like a little sorority, this like sisterhood that you get adopted into and we get to do our fun little events or pageant weekend comes up and, you know, you get to all get together and I, and you know what, I think it's more stressful too, because you even get to know some of the local women that are competing, the local title holders, and then you like them. And you like so many of them that you're like, I get to see so many of you winning. I know. I think it's definitely the case this year. I look at this group of women. They're amazing. Any one of them would make such a great title holder and a really, really great fit into our little sorority. It's been so fun getting to know them. I know you've gotten to know a few of them at our different workshops and events this last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what's part of that's like fun, too, because the pageant always needs people to help. And so I'm sure you as a director love that the women in our sisterhood are like, Hey, like, what do you need? So you're going to have formers backstage helping. You're going to have formers doing all kinds of stuff. So it's like fun. We all get to like go and help each other. Yes. It's a blast. And like, you know, in Ohio, we have such a great community of women. They have all always throughout this whole process asked me what they can help with. So any former that wants a role gets a role. We've got a job for you somewhere in, in pageant production. But it's just so fun to get to see everybody again and hang out for the weekend. I'm really excited. Well, and it's really cool because especially if you with if you win and you go on to Mrs. America, don't you feel like you could if you know of anyone in the America program, you can always like Hey, like, I'm going to be coming through your town. Where should I go? Or, hey, I'm kind of stranded right now. Like, I need some help. <laughs> it's weird that, like, suddenly I, I do feel this connection. And even if I didn't get to know them that well at Mrs. America, like, if I were to go to another pageant even, I would obviously sit with them. That's my America class. Yes, it's very true. When I'm traveling, I now look to see like, who's my sister queen in that state? Because I love to connect with them when I can. And it's it's always just like the last time you saw each other competing at nationals bonds you in this undescribable way. Well, in our last Ohio sisterhood 
um, event, we did a champagne tasting. It was so fun. Yes, you hosted it. That was your brilliant idea. And it was amazing. I hosted it at your house and it was only so much fun for you because you sliced your finger on <laughs> one of the like stainless steel drink holders I brought. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's perfectly healed. And I set a world record, I think, with a 25 minute ER visit. So it's, it's all good. It all worked out and the party went off without a hitch. I cannot believe you made it back in time for it to start. That was wild you're like you came back in and it's all stitched up and I was like <laughs> oh my gosh they actually gave you real stitches and you're like yep they did so quick because I said hey I'm hosting a wedding at my house I gotta go and I was like well, you said what <laughs> okay well I didn't have time to go into the whole spiel of I'm hosting a bunch of pageant girls at my house and explain what a pageant girl is and explain it, what we were doing and why it was so important. So I'm like wedding. People know what wedding is. And this party was kind of like that. It had all of the elements of a little baby wedding. But the staff was amazing. They were so nice. And the doctor was just like, say no more. I will get you out of here fast. And he did. Yeah, that was I mean, not awesome for you because then your thumb was all stitched up, but we pulled out, we had five different champagnes and they ranged from like, I think they were like, I don't know, like $7 all the way up to like a little over a hundred, I think is what it was. And I think the $20 bottle was the one that everybody liked most, but you know what too? So this is just a funny story and I think Reichardt would appreciate it. So Kristen Reichardt is our reigning Mrs. Ohio America right now. And I like to say that she's very bougie and she knows she is. So she wouldn't even deny it. <laughs> and that $7 bottle of, it was like Andre's. It tasted so bad. And it oh my gosh. <laughs> was so gross. And you and I look at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, we have got to get Reichardt to pick this as her favorite. <laughs> but like all she had to do was like smell it and she tasted it and she was like, oh, and dumped it out. She was like, nope, I can't even finish it. That's awful. And I was, we were like, dang it. That was really funny. I was really excited to see some of her reactions because she is probably the bougiest of all of us. So I know she has expensive taste. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, di I, I didn't mention it was a blind tasting. So nobody knew. Yes. yes. And you made these wonderful little cards that went into more descriptive detail about champagne than I knew was possible. But I know a lot now. And you educated yourself. You had something to say about each bottle. You did a lot of you did a lot of homework for this tasting. I was very excited about it. And we did like tea party, garden party style. So fun. So yeah, joining the Ohio Sisterhood, you get to do these like fun little events that you dress up for. You're always gonna have a couple events a year that you're going to get to do something fun and dress up for sure. Yes. I'm looking into hosting a retreat next year as well. I want to do at least one event where we can incorporate the girls from our junior division too. So lots of ideas and lots of fun events coming this year. Okay. So your pageant's coming up. Yes. And as a director, I want to know what you would do in this situation. Oh gosh. So there was a recent pageant where the first runner-up's boyfriend, after the winner was called, his girlfriend did not get picked, and he took the crown off the winner's head, and he smashed it on the stage, and then oh. stormed off. Oh. Well, I mean, he's paying for that crown, no. first of all. 
<laughs> first of all, <laughs> somebody's going to go get his information. <laughs> um, oh obviously, my con- first concern would be for the women because that was someone's moment. And I hate the thought of anybody getting their moment, you know, tarnished or ruined by somebody being overly emotional and irrational. So I would have my MC help me. Like I have a professional MC this year, which I'm really excited about because they can roll with anything, any situation. So I know he would jump in and do something to divert the audience or get their attention away from the drama. And then I would be, you know, wanting to talk to the women, help calm them down, you know, let them know it's, everything's going to be okay. We're going to get you a new crown. Um, and even the woman whose boyfriend did that, you know, just because he did that doesn't mean she wanted him to, or it was her fault. So she could be feeling guilty. So that's my first priority. I just want to make sure everybody's okay. Try to keep everybody calm and then try to spin it into, you know, something where the audience is, you know, laughing or distracted. So the whole night isn't, as much as it can be, isn't about that. And that's very dramatic. What do people think? What are they thinking when they do that? I don't know. And it's, I mean, honestly, it's probably more that person is unhinged in general and would do something really dramatic almost no matter what. It's like their cup is so full of anger that just, they just need a little something to push them over the edge. (laughs) Normal people don't act like that. I mean, pageants are emotional. There's emotions are always running high. Everybody's, you know, a little bit anxious and on edge and, you know, all of that gets released in that crowning moment. But I still, you know, you need to learn how to be gracious. That's a big part of being a pageant girl. As we know, we've both won and we've both lost, you know, you have to learn how to do both gracefully. And you need to prep your people. I've told some of the women competing this year that, like, you need to be communicating with your friends and family that come to see you that it's going to be an emotional night, you know, win or lose. And everybody needs to keep their cool. And if they can't, step outside. But you don't want to ruin the night for anyone. I know. And that's the thing, too, like, really letting – well, and actually, now that I think about it, I think a couple of the years – when I was doing it, we were actually told if your family um, boos anybody, if your family or your cheering section basically does anything that's not nice, that you would be disqualified. Yeah, I, I haven't said that something like that or created a policy like that, but I understand why a director might want to do that. Just to really hit home the fact that you need to have this conversation with the people coming to cheer you on. Um, it's not like a basketball game, you know, where you can get away with acting like that. It's it's a smaller crowd. Pageantry is a small community. <laughs> this stuff gets around. You don't want to be known, you know, as the contestant that has people like that you know, in her circle. And more importantly, you just don't want to ruin it for everybody who's there that's worked so hard, invested all this time and money to have, you know, one person with a bad attitude that's a sore loser not be able to handle it. And if you're that upset, walk away, just leave, like go out, Mm -hmm. walk out the door and cool yourself off. Yeah. We've never had anything like that happen. Thankfully, (laughs) knock on wood, we've never had anything like that happen, thankfully. And we have such a good group of women this year. I, that's one thing I can say I'm not, not concerned with. I don't think it's going to happen either. But when I saw that, because 
I mean, I feel like there's just a handful of times where at least it's been caught on video. I'm sure it's happened more than that, where something like that actually does happen. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like, I mean, it, it does, it feels so wild watching it because we know pageant decorum and that is like such an appalling thing to do. <laughs> it happened at Miss, wasn't it at Mrs. World three years ago? Oh, yeah. So it was in, it was the Mrs. Sri Lanka world pageant. And, yes. But it, the woman who had won was legally separated from her husband, but she was married. And Mrs. the reigning Mrs. World, who had previously been Mrs. Sri Lanka world before she won, found out that and went on stage and said, you know, as Mrs. World, I don't find this acceptable and I'm going to crown the first runner up. Now, that wow. wasn't her decision to make in any way, shape, or form. So they ended up giving the title back to the rightful winner. And I'm, you know, I, I think that is that is something that I don't even, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think the right thing probably isn't to compete if your marriage is not in a good place. One, because that puts more stress on your marriage. And two, because you are supposed to be representing all married women. But the rules say legally married so she really didn't break any rules nope separated is not divorced and I agree with you competing in a pageant probably isn't the best thing for a marriage that's a little rocky but that's their decision that's her decision so mm -hmm. that that was not that was not the right call especially on stage that's the director's call that's something you handle you know privately yeah that um yeah, that was a very uncomfortable moment. I know. She, I think she sued her because she said she got injured when she was. Oh, wow. The crown. I mean, whether she did or not, I'm not actually certain, but it was like a big deal. And then the reigning Mrs. World did end up stepping down and the first runner up got to take over. Yes. Yes. The first runner up was my uh, Mrs. New York. So yeah. Yeah. that was exciting. Yeah. How excited. I mean, like, can you imagine as the first runner up? I'm jumping up and down excited when I see Mrs. World snap <laughs> that crown off. I mean, I don't, I sure she had more grace than what I would have had, but I would have been like, she's gone. It's me. I'm in. <laughs> but, I mean, it's the pinnacle. It's the top. I, who wouldn't be thrilled? Oh my gosh. I'd be so excited. I, when I, Shaylin brought her crowns to this photo shoot that we did for Amp Up Sports Nutrition, one of the Ohio sponsors. And I was like, let me put it on. She's like, okay. And I put that thing on. It doesn't actually fit your head that great, though. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's and huge. It's very top heavy. Yes, it was quite heavy and it didn't really like fit your head great. So you really did. I don't know how she like walked around with it the way she did without it falling off all the time because like you have to really hold your head up straight to wear that Mrs. World crown but she did it. Shaylin is just good at everything so I'm That's not surprised that she figured that out. <laughs> she yeah so she was able to do it but yeah it is it's almost like a perfect circle so it doesn't yes. like quite sit right on your head but <laughs> she, she did mention that to me one time and I was like Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that Mrs. World's crown isn't perfect. And she's like, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, okay. I don't think 
that anything bad's going to happen at your pageant. I think everyone is going no. to act with grace because honestly, just come back next year because again, it's a fun thing you get to do. And it's something that you can be like, okay, like I want to improve on this, this, and this, and you can come back and try again. And it will be a whole new set of judges and a whole new set of opinions and just come and try again. And a whole new experience. I really want to make it, you know, I want to build on this weekend and make it more fun each year. And you came back. Lots of people come back. And for first-time competitors, I think it's important to let them know that, you know, there's one winner. And this, just because you didn't win this time doesn't mean, you know, next year isn't your year. But we also know that the preparation is really where all the magic is in pageantry. Prepping for the pageant is what changes you and grows you. And that's the best part. So getting to build on that each year, you just learn more about yourself and, you know, make more friends and become part of the sisterhood even more because we do. We talk to all of the women, not just the girls that win the title, all throughout the year. Oh, yeah. So, but I've got all good vibes about this pageant. I know we're going to have such a great time. We have such a great, great group of women, really, really fun staff. Like everybody is right now just full of excitement and positivity. So I'm not stressed at all, actually. <laughs> Um, I feel really, I'm keep, not, I feel really you good telling yourself that Christy. <laughs> I think that's probably healthy. <laughs> I should take a picture of the room I'm sitting in right now. We call it the pageant room. It's just where I'm storing everything. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> the crown sashes, awards, like all the things. Yes. Yes. It is just packed full of things. Everything, all the gifts we're giving the girls, like it's, <laughs> you can't even walk in here. Um, so, but I'm not stressed. It just, I'm just really excited, excited in 17 days. We're going to be there. I get to, actually less than 17 days. Cause we're getting there early. So I get to pack this room up and meet you in Mount Vernon in 15 days. I know. I'm so excited about that. Um, one thing I think that a lot of women get a little nervous about is not necessarily interview all the time, but the onstage question portion. Yes. So I know, I, I mean, like you are told, Hey, like, it's not going to be anything crazy because it's not the America system. They're not going to get political with their questions. You know, they just really want a good person. And that's the same with Ohio. You know, you just want someone that's like a good person. And these onstage questions are not going to be anything over the top or controversial. And I want to go back and forth and ask each other a typical Ohio America onstage question. <laughs> okay. You're exactly right. We don't want these questions to trip anybody up. The, the game is not stump the pageant girl. It's get to know her even better. So we really just want it to be an opportunity for the judges to get, you know, one last impression of our finalists and, the questions are, well, I'll start. I'll ask you one of the questions that happens, I think, every year. Okay. What is your, Kristen, what is your favorite thing to do with your husband? I love to golf with my husband. And the way we ended up started golfing was I thought I was really good at golf because I used to golf with a bunch of guys that I worked with. And um, 
I let them know, oh, I'm going on a date with this guy and we're going golfing. I was telling him how good I am. I'm going to beat him. I was telling my scores and like the blood drained from their face because they look at me and go, Kristen, we make up your score because you're so bad that it really <laughs> doesn't matter. And it just makes you feel good. And you are not that good. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, you have never shot a, under a hundred in the entire time you've golfed with us. I was like, oh my gosh. And so now we really like to golf because I've gotten a lot better and he's been able to see the progress I've made. And I think he's really proud of me when he's seen the progress I've made over the years. And so it's something that we have that's kind of special and a funny bonding moment that we had. And you have the best golf wardrobe. I love my golf wardrobe. I really do. You have some really cute stuff. Except when it gets cold, I get like really annoyed because then I have to layer up and it covers everything up. But other than I'll tell Matt, you need a heated golf cart. I, okay. Thank you. Yeah. That actually is something that's a thing that you can do to your golf cart. And we do not have that right now. So we got, um, rims put on it instead Christy because we our priorities are great so (laughs) we live in Ohio you need a heated golf cart yes I agree okay I'm gonna ask you one okay okay what is the best gift your husband's ever given you my absolute favorite gift was a two-part answer. Okay. My favorite gift my husband ever gave me was surprising me with my little baby girl dog because I used to complain to him all the time that we have a son. I love my little boy, but I can't dress him up in, you know, pageant clothes and do makeup and hair and mani petties. So I would always complain about, I don't have a little girl to do that stuff with. So he thinks getting me a girl dog, you know, will fix that. And even though I can't take my little girl dog to the salon and get Manny petties, she is my little buddy, my little shadow. She follows me around. I absolutely adore her. I cried my eyes out when I saw her, but he's always said since then, like, I got you a little girl. But my actual most useful favorite item my husband's ever got me is my Lululemon mirror that he had the perfect timing to get me right before lockdown at the beginning of the pandemic. And I got completely addicted to it. It is my favorite thing in my house. Oh, that sounds cool. Is it like a workout type thing? Yeah, it's a two-way mirror, so you can use it to play on-demand workout classes in any imaginable genre of workout. And then you can also have a personal trainer. You can turn on a feature where you hire a personal trainer that can see you through the mirror and you can see them. And then they (gasps) kind of take you through a workout. (laughs) It's so cool. I have talked about this thing to so many people at this point. They should commission me because I know at least five people that have bought it since I started raving about it. No, I would afraid that they would like look in and see me. I don't even like having our Alexa or our Google Echo or whatever. Well, you can now. cover it. You can cover the camera. Okay. It's not, it's not always on. Nobody's spying on you. I promise. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. What's another good question that would could not that it's going to be one this year, but like a one that could come up. Okay. What about, um, you have three kids. What do they think of you competing in pageants? They think it's the coolest thing ever. 
they, first of all, my first year that I didn't even win, um, it didn't matter to them. And that was actually, I thought I was going to be such a disappointment to be that if I didn't do well, or I didn't win, I didn't win a single award. Like I literally left empty handed, physically empty handed, but they were so proud of me. And they thought that was still the absolute coolest thing ever that when I went back my second year and I won, they almost lost their minds and they loved doing appearances with me. Like they liked going to do parades with me. They liked going and just like doing anything that people were coming up and talking to me because they were like, that's my mom. Harlow still tells her this is Ohio. And if they don't believe it, she goes, Google it. (laughs) (laughs) So my kids loved it. And I think that's probably the same for most children. They're just proud to see you doing something different and exciting. That's really sweet. I love that they were so supportive. That is just heartwarming because you do worry about that. You know, when you're putting so much into it and you're on stage, it's like, gosh, am I just going to let everybody down? But that's so sweet. Okay, Christy, I remember watching your pageant the year you won, and I'm going to ask you your onstage question. So, Christy, what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote is by Marcus Aurelius. And he said, yes, you can, if you do everything as if it were the last thing you were going to do. And when I read that, it was in the middle of my pageant prep. And it just really said to me that if I did this, like this was the last meaningful thing I was going to do on this earth, then I would have put 110% in and I could walk away knowing there's not one more thing I could have done, whatever the outcome. Love it. That's pretty much what you said, I think, too, on stage. Is it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. But I do remember thinking about that. I'm like, oh man, like you almost have to come up with your little pageant mantra that you yes. want to live by. And that's a good way to be like, that's my, that's my quote. That's what I'm going to pull from. I, I totally agree. I started studying stoicism during my pageant prep. And I think that was an absolute game changer for me. So let's pretend like it's pageant night. Okay. Tell me what your favorite part of this night has been. So at this point in the night, my husband would have walked me out on stage. Um, So by far, favorite part was having my husband escort me out on stage. He probably not so much. Me, absolutely, (laughs) because I love him so much. I'm like obsessed with him. And I know it's weird. I always tell him, I'm like, I just wish I could get inside of you. And he's like, that's weird and disgusting. Don't say that anymore. But like, I just love him so much. And I feel like not it's not like me necessarily going to show off myself because I already did that in the night. Now I get to show off my awesome husband who's here for me. So that's by far my favorite part of the night. Aww. He has to listen to this episode, Kristen. <laughs> he, he listens to all the episodes. Aw, Matt. I quiz him on them. So he must. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he'll, he'll, I'm, he will hear it. And then he'll be like, you said that in a public forum. And I'm going to be like, it's just how I feel. <laughs> the like being inside him thing. He like finds that so weird because he's so literal of a person that he, I think he pictures me literally inside of him and it like gives him a chill and he's like, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. One more question. If you were 
if okay wait what's something that your husband does that when you were dating you would have probably thought was a red flag (laughs) well what's funny is my husband and I are so much alike and I didn't realize it until we had been dating for probably six months at least but it's one of the reasons that we're so compatible. I, looking back, I think it looks like a red flag that we have so many of the same habits and mannerisms and um, vices. <laughs> so when I say that, like, he has some red flags, you know, maybe in his vices, I have the same ones. So I'm not comfortable calling them red flags because then I'm calling myself out. Um, but my husband and I are both, I think one of the biggest red flags for both of us is that we're such loners. He and I can go days, especially if we're traveling without really having any kind of deep conversation about anything at all. But when we finally do, it's like, you know, no time has passed. So I've had a lot of people point that out to me when I've been on a trip. They're like, have you talked to your husband today? I'm like, no, I haven't, but that's not abnormal at all. I'll probably talk to him in a few days. And I think that would bug some women, but it works for us. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, you know, oddly enough, as obsessive as I am, I, I, I've done that before too. Like, I mean, and it'll be like a text like, hey, like I'm going to sleep or like something like that. But I also think it shouldn't be necessarily a red flag because I feel like that means that there's an element of trust in your relationship. Trust and I think just chronic independence. We were both older when we got married and set in our ways and not dependent on each other or other people for anything. So it just worked for us to maintain that, I guess, which is helpful during times like this when I am running crazy and busy most nights and gone every weekend. (laughs) So he's never hassled me about how much time I spend on my pageant stuff, which is, I'm really grateful for. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, do you know what Matt just ran? So I thought of this question because Matt randomly told me the other day, he's like, you know what? You had some red flags when I started dating you. And he (laughs) decided to tell me. And I was like, Oh, oh, I had no idea that these were red flags. One he said was that I was so dependent on coffee in the morning. He's hey, like, hey, hey, let's not talk I, about that. Well, and I'm like, I don't think that's like a weird thing. A lot of people are. He's like, I just thought it was weird that you have trouble. You had trouble functioning. Like you had to have your coffee in the morning. And he's like, it just like, it, I thought that was weird that you were like so dependent on a substance. And I was like, okay, don't say it like that. Second of all, like I get it. And also I, another reason I could never do hard drugs because I withdraw from caffeine. I don't want to know what it's like to withdraw from something. Oh my gosh. Like, Wait I a minute. Okay. I don't trust people that don't drink coffee. I'm just going to put that out there. I, I don't know how people get up in the morning and they don't need anything. Like you don't need, lately I've been on Celsius, not coffee, which isn't good. I need to go back to coffee, but you really can just get out of bed and just function and have conversations and you need zero caffeine. That's Um, well, he has a hard time getting up in the morning. So I feel like if he had a cup of coffee, like it would give him a little like giddy up in his step, but he doesn't drink it. Wow. He'll drink it. Superhuman. No, well, he'll he'll drink it if it's, if it's like a frou-frou drink. Like oh, he'll have a latte or a frappuccino. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yep, told you that. Um, and then he also told me because my car was so messy, he thought that was a pretty big red flag that I was like a grown person with such a gross car. <laughs> You had two little kids. I, I mean, mean, if you seriously. are a mom with kids, your car's going to be trashed. That's it's a just, given. He was like, yeah, I just like, I don't know. He was like, I just thought that was weird. And I was like, so many other things that could have been a red flag for you. And those were the ones, huh? And he's so like, I yeah. think that makes you, I think that makes yours beige flags. That's the new trend that I've been seeing on social media is people calling out their partner's beige flags, which are actually, it's not a criticism at all. It's saying, you know, this is how, what great character and how trustworthy my partner is. Because one of them, I saw a girl say he literally leaves his phone laying on the counter unlocked and open and never like rushes to grab it away from me before I open it up or look inside. And, you know, how amazing is it that he really has nothing to hide which it's sad that that's considered amazing, but you know, things like that, which has been really fun to watch. So it got me thinking, you know, what beige flags, you know, do I have, or does my husband have? I, it's, it's fun. It's a fun little exercise to do. So, well, I'm so glad we got to talk about some potential Mrs. Questions that might be yes. asked. And they're fun. Like, I mean, in, I think you answer them in a fun way, kind of like what we were doing. Absolutely. Have fun with it because it's not scored. You know, everything is going to give the judges an impression of you, but you're not getting, you know, numerical value for the answer. So relax and just say what comes to your mind. You know, they always say, if you think you die, don't think, just talk. And I will also just shamelessly plug the fact that we will have a live stream for our pageant. So anyone who wants to tune in and see our onstage questions, please do so. It will be through our website, which is ohioamericapageants.com. Yay! I'm so excited. I You weren't sure how the live stream was going to happen there for a while. So when you oh, said Lord. I was like, it's <laughs> happening. It was a process, but we've got it. That is amazing. Well, I'm excited that we're going to have a live stream and the pageant is, what is it? The 24th? Yes. June 24th. In Mount Vernon, Ohio. In... At the Woodward Opera House. Awesome. Very excited. And then that's actually going to be the night where the littles get their crowns. Yes, they are going to come on stage while the judges are finishing up with scoring and tabulating the misses and the miss. And we're going to do all of their special awards and all of their crowning on the big stage. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Can you tell everybody really quick how to follow you in the system? Yes, you can follow my personal page, which is Christy Miller Nunn on everything, including TikTok. And you can follow our title holder, title holder accounts by their names. So we have a Mrs. Ohio, America, American, and the Miss pages on Facebook and Instagram. All right, Christy. Well, thank you so much. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye, Kristen. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod for all things pageant buzz.